Hi guys, my name is Magsy Rover and I'm here together with... Hi, this is Michael and uh, we'll be talking about an anime that we just loved last night that we were able to watch last night. Okay, perfect. So you might be wondering who we are and just to let you guys know, currently we still don't have a name. Mm -hmm. So we're just naming ourselves as a nameless anime podcast. Or we, can, yeah, or we can use the title that we talked about, Anime Over Coffee, because right now we're talking about anime. And we're just we just drunk coffee, so hopefully the caffeine would kick in. I know, right? It's <laughs> like I'm still feeling groggy. Because honestly, guys, I still haven't and slap yet. But anyway, um, if you're listening to this podcast, there are only three major reasons: one, you haven't slept yet, or you're extremely bored, mm-hmm. or Second, you're probably alone and just need company, or third, you just literally got curious and what we want to talk about. So first and foremost, we just want to introduce to you guys who's the director of Wolf Children, which we just stated a while ago. The director was Mamoru Hosoda, and if you're not familiar with him, then you might be familiar with the rest of the animes that we would like to like name a few. Um, he's basically the person who's behind Sailor Moon, Summer Wars, Digimon Adventures, and Samurai Shampoo. So Mike, what yeah. can you tell us about the main plot of this story? Okay, uh, Wolf Children is a movie which came out in 2009. It's about uh, a young college student who suddenly meets a wolfman and uh, they fell in love and uh, eventually they had children. So, However, you, uh, Hannah, the main character, finally uh, suddenly found herself a single mother when uh, her husband died and so she had to move to the country to take care of her two children, who has, uh, who were starting to show wolf-like traits. So, if you're a mother and uh, you suddenly found yourself with children who are starting to become wolves themselves, how will you be able to take care of it? So that's the main conflict of the story. So you know what? What's actually interesting about um, this particular movie, this particular anime, is uh, when I was researching about it after watching it for the second time around, mm-hmm. it. Mamoru Hosoda uh, actually thought of uh, directing this anime, composing the whole story after a conversation with a parent, Mm -hmm. if I got my facts right. Uh, I could simply just check it out, or you guys could also check it out. And the conversation went on about how a parent was describing raising kids. And Mm -hmm. I think that that was a question that inspired him to, like, um, do this whole story yeah, together. Yeah, and that's the main driving force of the story. Like, you could completely relate to the movie if you're a parent, if you encounter those struggles of uh, raising a child. But of course, uh, raising a child that is also has special traits. So that's where the story revolved in Wolf Children. But what actually made this movie very compelling is it's not the normal wolf legend, urban legend wolf mm-hmm. and your European culture that we grew up upon about werewolves eating humans mm-hmm. and okay. then when you, they bite you or when you get scratched you turn into one. It, it's, 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 it's not a typical story where you would just stumble upon on any site or any research. It's just this is this one amazing anime that you might really find yourself drawn into mm-hmm. and um, in my opinion I really loved how the story went uh, when in terms of cinematography uh, the shots the 
overall compositions, the long shots where it highlights a very magnificent cinematic view of the forest where it's involved uh, how the children were raised in the province and the mid shots where they would introduce the characters whenever they're going from place to place like for example the school or the rice fields mm -hmm. or the vegetable fields since um, Hannah decided to move to the province and then you, you just completely get engrossed with have find yourself engrossed in this specific scenes where they interact with each other and even if they're not with each other literally you just get yourself absorbed in the story you know what i mean yeah now in terms of storytelling uh, it's a bit odd but it's also subtle and uh, sentimental as i mentioned uh, if you're a parent you would completely relate to how hannah struggled on raising her children especially since she's beginning to uh, discovered that uh, they're not just ordinary children. Uh, there are several points in the story where she had to make uh, rather odd and at the same time difficult uh, decisions on uh, how to raise them. But in the end, it's about, uh, just like any parent, you'd like your children to grow up uh, doing the things that they want or the things that they love. But in this case, there's that dichotomy between being a human and being a wolf. I think what was my favorite parts, uh, or what one of my favorite parts in the movie was during this conversation where in the early stages of Hannah's relationship with her husband mm -hmm. was when uh, they were first getting to know each other. Where, you, you know, if you're like starting off in a date, you could actually pick up some points in here because like the guy specifically asked something about the person that he's interested in was Hannah asked various things I mean the, the question that really struck me was you know the why was your name why did your parents name you Hannah and that yeah, kind of question they, they <laughs> kind of literally some summarizes overall the main character herself because mm -hmm. Hannah sort of you remember yeah. how she explained it yeah she explained something like uh, being named after a flower Hannah is Japanese for flower and how uh, how that one particular flower in their backyard uh, grew up to be a beautiful one even when left alone so I think that's uh, that particular conversation in the movie spoilers by the way if you haven't seen the movie you can go you can just click uh, click pause on this and then go watch it so that you can join in our conversation but uh, again spoilers there was this one part in the earlier part of the in the earlier portions of the film wherein Hannah talk about how her father named her as such uh, and it talked and it also told volumes about Hannah's re uh, how Hannah raised her children as well uh, and you'll be able to see that uh, Hannah let her children choose what they wanted to do or what they wanted to be uh, although at some point she tried to be controlling on her children or she tried to at least control their destiny with one of them like Ame uh, by the way her children were named Yuki and Ame eventually she she realized that she just wants her children happy just but, like any other parent anyway. We might be practically just literally spoiling to you guys the whole story, but overall, what I really love about this movie is 
the overall tone and music about mm-hmm. it. I mean, there wasn't much dialogue involved. There was just few conversations between Hana and her husband, but the story centers between Yuki and Ame, which were talking about how their uh, were we were talking about how their mom mm-hmm. raised them. And I think that's a pretty compelling way to introduce a character in a story where the daughter which is which was Yuki was the one telling the story about her mom and overall you kind of get this feel that the, the children truly understood their parents yeah. in, a, in a level where it, it doesn't really conflict how a person views between mother and child or parents you mm-hmm. say like there's that very magnificent collaborated uh, story between Family. Yeah, it's a coming of age film. So, uh, growth didn't just growth didn't just happen uh, with Yuki and Ame, the children, but it also happened with the Hana, on how she on uh, as a parent, she also learned from her children, and uh, she also realized that um, uh, she was able to realize her dream for them, even though uh, conv- uh, in our current conventions. Yuki and Ame are quite peculiar children. After all, they're hard both and they're quite human. Well, in terms of like uh, educational purposes, uh, values, mm-hmm. it not only cho- uh, it not only teaches how relationships are cultivated in the family, but it also mm-hmm. talks about humility. Because at first, if you remember in the beginning, Hannah was like trying to uh, shoulder all the burden of mm-hmm. raising her children, right? Because of their unique ability, but and in in terms of adaptability with the new environment that she moved into you kind of see how the community responds to her efforts because they don't pry on whatever she's doing but they actually admired her for her perseverance in trying to raise her two kids yeah and one thing of note that uh, i'd like to point out is that uh, one of hannah's traits is that she always smiles through everything and I think in our society, whenever we see someone who is always optimistic or always happy, it kind of uh, bothers us, right? So, I know, right? Kind of I can but practically I, relate to it. Yeah. Oh my god! So, um, however, with however, with the way how Yuki faced her challenges, smiling through them, uh, it also uh, it also told us. It also gave us like a, a, a lesson like, uh, yeah, it's okay to be optimistic. Uh, there's another character, by the way, in the film, an old man who eventually teaches uh, Hana how to farm properly. And it, that um, old man kind of symbolized reality. But as I mentioned, there are times when you can't just smile through everything. Eventually, you have, eventually, you have to stand up and just face reality and then, then just do something about it. And that that is what uh, became Hannah's strength. That's one thing that she eventually learned in the movie, changed her character, and grew and uh, made her shine. Well, I think the character of the old man is like pretty compelling because mm-hmm. if I can like remember the name of the man himself, uh, 
I think it was somewhere. Let me just see if I can remember it. Yeah, let's just call him. Uh, right. So we're just going to like dub him the old man. The old man. Like, right, so old man. We can't spoil it anyway. So, so anyway, um, these the you you kind of like see this particular character where it sort of emulates that the quote that appearances are just don't judge a book mm -hmm. by its cover i think that's the word that i was looking for mm -hmm. don't judge a book by its cover so um we're going to wrap up this mini pilot podcast that we have here and uh so as the closing quote that we just got for you guys don't judge a book by its cover if you're curious about wolf children or you feel like you just want to pass by through it yeah. well there you go don't judge don't judge a movie by its synopsis okay. it's not it may not be as explosive or as action-packed as some of our favorite as some of the usual anime that you watch as i mentioned it's it's quiet it's subtle and however it's and sentimental at the same time but um it the story will really draw you in and of course uh, if you're the type who loves visuals it has a lot of uh, just wide angle shots that uh it uh that it evokes a lot of drama so, so there check you it go. out there, Wolf children there you go drama it is and filled with life lessons so thank you very much guys for listening once again this is magzi rumor together and, with and this is michael and uh you're listening to the over uh, anime over coffee right now anime we, will, over coffee. we will dub that as anime right, over i coffee. think we'll go over the anime over coffee thanks guys bye thank you.